Hi guys, the following episode of Chisky Pop contains mature language and sexual content. Listener discretion is advised. This is Papu and this is Sweetie and you're listening to Chisky Pop your bi-weekly dose of all things sexy, desi, funny and filmy. On episode 74. On this week's Aaj Ka Kabutar for August, Papu and I talk about the crisis in Kashmir and we discuss the protests that are going on in Hong Kong. And then we wrap up the show talking about all the new Bollywood movies that are out right now. So stay tuned. Hi, 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 Miri Papu. Hello, everyone. It's that time of the day. It's that time of the week, Papu. Yes, for me, night. The girls are back in town. The girls, girls are back in town. Girls. Yes, we're back with another episode. And uh, this is great. Why? That we're actually sticking to our, our coming back, our comeback. Yes. Our... Dude, comebacks are great, okay? Britney Spears made a comeback and it's f***ing phenomenal. I'm <laughs> all about comebacks. Uh, I'm getting stoned right now during the podcast, I hope. Are you okay with that, Papu? Are you going to be judging me right now, looking down on me and my choices? Uh, I have literally sat in front of your face while you were smoking. That's true. In in my face, and I've been okay with that. <clears throat> There's like a big fat weed drought in Canada now because of the legalization. So everything's closing down because it all has to be like government intervened. So I had to like go to the other side of town to get marijuana. And so now I'm going to smoke and do the podcast. <coughs> first world problem. Hashtag first world problems. Okay, yes. This is a definitely a hashtag first world problem. I need to drive to the other end of hashtag. town to get my legal weed. Uh, yes. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out, Papu. Uh, yo, it was Raksha Bandhan. Ye Bandhan to. Sorry, how is it, Papu? You have a brother. Did you yes. tie a string? Do your thing? Yes. I um, I, I was not uh, with my family. So, I mean, I did like virtual happy Raksha Bandhan to my brother. Um, but yeah, if I was around you, I would have tied a Rakhi to you and I would have made you tie one for me too. <laughs> you did give me one last year. That's true. I was about to say I don't have anybody to tie one to, but no, I do. I do. And I I should have tied one and sent one to you. Papu had actually sent me a Rocky last year that I still have. And I I have the card. I forgot about that. I'm really good. (laughs) You are just, of course, you're good. You know, you're good at this stuff. I I don't have any brothers. So, you know, Hmm. as you had said in the card, friends are the family you make. Oh, 
oh my god um, <laughs> uh, see <clears throat> i smoke so much weed i don't have a memory but i remember that <laughs> i remember that was oh, it a good rakhi though did all your like did you go to the temple or anything to oh no i didn't wish for your brother's long life okay i did not <laughs> uh, but it was um, uh, around this time there was also the long weekend here because eid holidays so uh, people like you know the public sector at closed down so it was a pretty chill week by the way that's good you know, i was just chilling at home i hope all our listeners who were celebrating eid had a wonderful holiday celebration mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. i guess what's the next set of festivals coming up papu now rakhi just passed uh, what, we what have, do we have diwali's in november uh october diwali yes dasara when's dasara yeah. holy no holy's in spring just kidding i don't is dandia there Dandia is definitely somewhere. When is Dandia? You're the you're the good Jew. You should know this. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, I know it's somewhere around the corner. It should be. It's all good. It's all good. Well, I'm glad you had a very chill week. Ever uh, since the wedding has ended for me, I was bored last weekend, and I have not been bored in a long time. What did you do with the boredom? I mean, people don't get bored a lot nowadays. They like. they always have some distraction yeah i mean i think just in this day and age there's no time to actually practice self care and being bored is like looked down upon right like mm. but i literally just lay in my bed in my chaddies and played with my cats that's all i did last weekend and i was bored i was like maybe i should do something i sh- I, i didn't even want to play a video game i was like i just I just was bored and it was a really good feeling yeah you should let your mind just wander and then you know magical things will happen in the background as long as the bad thoughts don't come in but that's what we have weed for hey <laughs> lots of things though have happened in the past two weeks papu like i mean i'm sure you've also been paying attention to the news it's just been like bam one story here bam another one in your i've just been taking the hits i know i mean um I have kind of been avoiding Twitter for a while just because of <laughs> so much bad stuff that has been there and yeah. I I know it I feel like it's a responsibility that I should uh read up and know more about it but it just feels so painful to read and it just yeah I mean can can we ever just um is it okay to tell people that hey i'm not reading the news or whatever i know i should be more educated I but i'm avoiding it just for self care <laughs> or i don't know that's totally fine to say but you know a majority of the people in the world don't read the news or give a f- about shit and like to claim ignorance so don't feel bad if you're taking a break for your mental health that's totally totally okay mm-hmm. i'm not going to lie i cried a lot man I, every time i read a news article i was like oh god like oh it's too much to take i saw this you know what we'll talk about it more in 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 the coming up episode so actually why don't we do that then yes. is there anything yeah. else you want to say before we just jump into the chaos no let's uh, plunge let's plunge okay chalo all right guys so we're going to take a quick music break and then we're going to start with our aaj ka kabootar for this week and there's a whole lot of stuff to talk about so we'll be right back yeah
Okay. Yes. So I am very excited to go ahead with mm-hmm. this segment, but I know that Papu, you've been a little bit apprehensive. I'm excited because I have like I kind of organized the episode and I have a whole team mm. and it's going to be the fascist yes. government theme. That's the theme I discovered while I was while I was rounding up the news, uh, you know, I just realized that there's a of lot course. of really awful governments out there you that we cannot. should call out. You know, it's hard to not, you know, read that right now, especially. So one of the first things that I do want to talk about uh, is the crisis in Kashmir that is going on right now. You cannot uh, escape that because it's all over the news. And um, I know that you have been kind of staying off the news, but I'm sure that people in your yeah, family or all your WhatsApp groups must <laughs> Every, have mentioned like, it, right? All the WhatsApp groups are kind of really toxic, especially the family ones right now, because some of the really stupid and mindless memes that people have been sharing. Oh, I, I just tried to talk about it with my parents and that did not go down well first of all my mom was like mm. right away like i don't want to talk about politics this is yes. not something we should talk about and i'm like well no we should talk about mm-hmm. politics i don't agree with that sentiment a lot like so it's a tough topic to talk about because um especially uh for some reason i mean first of all even um critiquing the current government can uh, you can face so much backlash about that within your own fam- family group. It is something that's we're all desi, right? Like we should be able to talk about it. And I know that tensions are high, but it's it's. I want to see where people are coming from. Mm-hmm. I tried to talk about with my talk about it with my parents, and I was talking about Article Three Seventy. I talked about all these different things. So why don't we actually just educate our listeners too as well? Because I had to educate myself because I I felt like I had to know about this because mm-hmm. freaking uh, the Twitterverse has been going you know exploding with the news. My husband came up to me and was just like, "So Priyanka Chopra, mm-hmm. uh, so so why don't we?" start with kind of all the different um you know uh, layers of this starting from the beginning and the one thing i just want to point out uh, to our listeners is i will make it a point to let you guys know the source of everything that we are looking up as well mm. <clears throat> i know that there's a right. podcast right now in the news that is being called out for not uh, sourcing the articles or something like that. So I just want our listeners to know that we are going to start doing yeah. that now because a lot of the things with podcasting is you read stuff online and then you have a discussion about it. But in previous episodes, we didn't really source them, which we should have. Mm. Uh, all the different sources that I read upon in Kashmir, I want to mention where I got these sources from so that you guys can also uh, you know, look them up. And I'll put them up on our website as well so you guys can just get a good idea of what we were looking at. So if we had to start in the beginning with the the whole Kashmir thing, uh, in early this August, the government of India basically shocked everyone by saying that it was revoking nearly all of Article 370. But uh, I didn't know what this meant. Okay, when I read that title, I was like, huh, what? What is Article 370? What is going mm-hmm. on exactly in Kashmir? Like what I know, like what is your basic knowledge, Papu? Like off the top of your head, just tell me, what do you know? Well, Kashmir is uh, a state, uh, is what I know. And uh, it is... Uh, so I feel better because you have had an Indian education <laughs> and you have no idea. So I don't feel so bad now. Yeah. What did they teach you in well, school I about Kashmir? Like what was it taught? I'm, I'm just curious because I'm sure our listeners also would, would want to know. It's the Switzerland of India. 
<laughs> what is, is the what? Switzerland of the world, though? I don't even know what that means. What's the <laughs> deal with Switzerland? Are they special? What? Yeah, well, huh? this is how you would compare anything that uh, you, you would say this is the equivalent of something out there in the first world country. No, but I have no idea. Like, what does that mean? Like, what? I, I do know like a very little about it. Uh, sorry, because... There was this uh, one graphic novel that I read called Munnu, okay. which is uh, by a Kashmiri, um, you know, uh, author. Okay. Uh, and uh, it uh, spoke about this young boy's um, uh, growing up in the Kashmir Valley huh. and at the time of curfews and uh, how that affected uh, um, his... When he was growing up, uh, seeing his school close down and... Uh, just the sort of uh, brutality that the uh, the armed forces used around, um, and uh, there were young kids, uh, teenagers or someone, who were sometimes like just taken into custody, and um, it's a pretty graphic and painful story. Uh, it kind of touches upon the history of Kashmir about how it was, uh, uh, in the end, it was, uh, I think, Raja Mansingh or something who was the king uh, during the um, British rule when the uh, British um, rule finally gave India its autonomy and uh, Kashmir the was... The colonizers left, Papu, just say it. Um, Kashmir was uh, given the option to either, you know, I think stay with India or Pakistan and then it was given a special uh, privilege within India um, where uh, parts of Kashmir are owned uh, and controlled by Pakistan and parts by India and there is a line of control and it... it that's, I mean, I, but no, I kind of know, no, that I don't really that's, know. See, that's, that's, I think for, for me too, I was like, I kind of know like line of control, like these words, they're familiar to me, but yeah. So mm. I found this from, I found this uh, from a BBC article that very clearly stated, you know, what is the deal with Kashmir? Right. So one of the things is uh, Kashmir is located in the Himalayan region around that area, which is why it's so beautiful and gorgeous. That whole area. Yeah, it's all the way up in the north part of uh, above India. And uh, before our colonizers, the British ended their rule and divided the nations like, you know, Pakistan and India. It was known as the state of Jammu and Kashmir. Mm. And then, mm -hmm. but basically there ended up being war between Pakistan and India because yeah. both of them were like, no, it's mine. And India's like, no, it's mine. And yeah. uh, so they decided to control different parts of Kashmir and a ceasefire was agreed upon and a line of control was uh, formed. Mm. So that is where that came from. Right. So they basically were both decided like, hey, you know what, let's just stop fighting and uh, we'll just figure it out and we'll give Kashmir the special status, right? Right. But even though there was a special status, there was still a huge amount of violence going on in in Kashmir because there were a lot of separatists yes. that were kind of against this uh, rule and didn't want to be a part of this whole thing. Yeah. So at least that is what has been going on up until now. Mm -hmm. So Article 370, what exactly is that, Papu? Can you just quickly right. give us so an Right, so what outline? is Article 370? Uh, Article 370 allowed Kashmir uh, to somewhat govern itself 
um under this article um kashmir has its her the right to have its own constitution it has the freedom to make laws it even has its own flag i don't know that you know uh, so the people who like live in kashmir kashmiris are given like a special resident permanent resident right um right and a card which allows them to own property in the state and uh, it prevents outside um, anyone outside kashmir like other indian states to yes. uh, own property and live there because um, you want to protect uh, the people and the interests of uh, right. kashmiris so and it's a predominantly muslim state as well which is correct. very important to to make note of so yes. that is another big thing yeah uh, and so then there was article 35a there has been a lot of um, worry and fear among uh, the kashmiris is that if this is revoked then right. what happens is um, all of these special privileges are taken away and um, article 35a is a part of the indian constitution which is which is the is the particular part that allows uh, special treatment and special privileges for kashmir so this is also mm. going to be taken out of the constitution uh, along with article 370 so that's and it, this mm. all happened very 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 suddenly uh, the whole place has been put under house arrest for almost 2 weeks and i know pappu you were telling me that the internet was down but now it slowly started coming back right like people are able to well it's a total blackout so literally like the phone lines are down and mobile networks are down internet was also uh, really controlled and it was down so imagine uh, people who are living who have friends and family in kashmir uh, there's no way of getting in touch with them Uh, people who were living outside their elderly par- parents who are there this imagine it's curfew so obviously you know they can't get out of their homes it's pretty scary and the surprising thing is even like prominent uh, politicians were put under house arrest so um uh, mehbooba mufti who's the former right. jammu kashmir chief minister and also umar sharif uh, both of them have Uh, tweeted that they had no idea of what was going on but uh, urged uh, the people of Kashmir to keep calm she had an interview with um, the bbc uh, with uh, mm-hmm. co- columnist atish tasir she interviewed the ex chief minister and this is what she had to say the people who had faith in the constitution of india have been proven have been proved wrong we have been let down by the mm. same nation we seceded to the state had made the wrong choice in aligning with india rather than pakistan during partition in 1947 this constitutional relationship has been turned into an illegal occupation so that is what we are going to be fighting now that's pretty strong words no it's very strong words in addition to also uh, the house arrest there's like heavy indian military presence right. there now too which is very it's like martial law almost did i say that correct martial yeah. law right um and it seems like uh, before something so sudden like there was n- n- no one was kind of consulted or even spoken to it's like it's i it kind of reminds me of when like the demonetization thing happened uh, it's just like one fine day it just happened right right i mean but this was uh, what what i did read though this was part of uh, prime minister modi's re-election campaign like this was on the agenda by the way right this whole thing so i just didn't think they expected him to do it right away like that was like 
bam, yeah. done. But anyway, what, yeah, what were you saying? Yeah, well, uh, I guess... Uh, I mean, I, I don't know what the plan is. Of I really am no political commentator to kind of speculate on what it is. But the truth, is, the ground reality is that um, the last report that I read uh, said that slowly, um, you know, phone lines are being restored um, um, one by one. Um, like the telephone exchanges uh, out of a hundred, a few of them. But people can't use their mobile mobile phones yet, uh, even though, right? Yeah, like that is still, I heard that yeah, they cannot it's, call. It's easing up, but it would definitely take um, more time for everyone to actually be able to communicate uh, like before and freely. There's a, a senior official, Indian official, though, in Kashmir is saying that, you know, there's been no loss of life. Uh, no serious energy, uh, uh, injuries except efforts by some radical groups uh, and continuing efforts mm-hmm. by Pakistan to destabilize the region or the situation. Um, mm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That sounds really shady, uh, what he said. Mm. But uh, I heard a lot of people are getting hurt, though. Um, there's been right. somebody was shot. A young person was shot in the in the shoulder or in the face somewhere. And also, um, I guess this is getting a lot of media attention outside also, which is good. A lot of people are talking about this, and and this is where I think um, uh, there was a clip of Hassan Minaj doing like a, where he talks where he talks about this, um, like, on the occasion of um, uh, 15th August, which is India's Independence Day. Um, Do you really want to celebrate that when uh, a state within that country is um, right now under lockdown? Like, the people, uh, the residents are not at all feeling independent. Um, And uh, he said that so empathetically and... um, I, if you just, you just have to look at, you know, the Twitter comments that he's got, like so many right wingers. Oh, people came after him. Uh, they're like, uh, yeah, you should, you stay out of India and, uh, you oh, know, what up. do you know about? Listen, we're all Desi's mother. Okay, we're all going to be involved, whether you like it or not. Uh, He had tweeted out Mm. as India celebrates his independence. Let's think about the people who don't seem to have any right now. Hashtag Kashmir. Yes, I think what Hassan Minaj did is great. Uh, You know, he said on India's Independence Day, I'm thinking about the people of Kashmir who are fighting for their own independence, which is very true. I mean, it's it's. I've, I've read another tweet where people said, like, you know, this is not going to end until the people of Kashmir, you know, are finally free. It's it's a lot. Mm. It's a, it's very intense. And uh, again, like I said, uh, something like this requires a lot of experience and understanding of the uh, local politics. And I mean, this is when you kind of look at um, more learned voices and opinions from people. Uh, Correspondents who have been active right. in uh, sharing stories from this region and uh, uh, locals who, uh, you know, uh, can shed more light. So I-, I guess for now, what we could do is actually just listen to more voices from right. the region and kind of help amplify them. One of the things um, Hassan had also said was uh, Kashmir has been this. They have been in this custody battle between India and Pakistan. 
they've been this political pawn used by both countries. And I think that on this Independence Day, we should really just think about the people of Kashmir and the 8 million plus people that live there. Right. Which is really wonderful thing to say. And, uh, you know, kind of based on that whole like this being a political pawn, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. I was kind of reading about a lot of articles. Um, This is being a predominantly Muslim region um, and Mm. Prime Minister Modi is very, you know, Hindu fundamentalist BJP backing. Uh, This is going to give them the right to have a much more heavy Hindu presence in Kashmir now. Um, Yeah. They're going to get to uh, buy land. Right now, so, by doing this? Um, on uh, August 16th, uh, you know, uh, Modi kind of um, said that uh, now that um, um, abolishing Article 370 will, uh, uh, as per this, uh, you know, it'll open up the region to outside investment. So he actually said there must be investment and job opportunities in Jammu and Kashmir. Uh no one goes there to invest and uh, now they can. That's what he meant. Um, it kind of sounded so much like, you know, Trump, where you're just looking at a place as a resource bank rather than the people. And you're like, oh, yeah, now you can open up your... Uh, oh, mean, yeah. Are you referring to Trump wanting to buy Greenland? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, I didn't uh, realize I just made that connection. But thanks for pointing it out. Yeah. No, that's a, it's a thing. Americans like to do that. It's that cowboy, British colonial cowboy culture all mixed up into a cluster. Of How fuck. much? Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, D- Denmark was like, fuck you, no, Trump kills get out of our face uh but you know um one of the things that i also wanted to mention was um the fact that both india and pakistan have nuclear weapons Mm. and one of the reasons that this whole thing is scaring me a lot uh is because i don't want tensions to get too high where either country feels that they need to use that like we've all Mm. seen the effects of that you know this is again one of those like i have nukes and i have nukes but who's gonna blow the nukes first i don't (laughs) either no one should have nuclear weapons Nobody should. Nobody should have to die for this anymore. So I think this has been a big concern of a lot of people. Also, when I Mm -hmm. read this, my first inclination was like, oh, like, are they going to go to war? It is. Right. Like, I don't know if this is where it might be heading toward, which is very scary. Yeah, I hope uh, like sense and calmness prevails over those people who are making the decisions. Okay, so another thing that was uh, going um getting around in the Twitterverse was this interaction Priyanka had with uh, this uh, lady called Aisha Malik. So she was at BeautyCon. BeautyCon! Yes. Yes. I guess it's a beauty convention. (laughs) Yeah, it's a beauty convention. And she was at some panel and uh, they'd opened up the floor. In LA, by the way, in Los Angeles. This wasn't in India. It happened in LA. They opened up the floor for um, people to ask questions. And uh, this one uh, Pakistani-American lady, she asked uh, Priyanka Chopra, Aisha Malik, right? Um, and also, by the way, let's point out that if you guys have forgotten, Priyanka Chopra is a UNICEF goodwill ambassador. Let's just reiterate that fact. So, yeah, please go on. So what was it that she asked her? Uh, actually, you know what? Let's just play the clip because that's how good we are at just keep up. I'll just pull it out of my butt and put it out there for you guys. Here, mm-hmm. listen. Hi, Priyanka. Hi, what's your name? Aisha. Aisha. So... It was kind of hard hearing you talk about humanity 
because as your neighbor, a Pakistani, I know you're a bit of a hypocrite. Because on, you tweeted on February 26th, Jay Hind, hashtag Indian Armed Forces. You are a UNICEF ambassador for peace, and you're encouraging nuclear war against Pakistan. There's no winner in this, as a Pakistani, millions of people like me have supported you in your business a and you support nuclear war. Whenever you're done renting. Got it? Done? Okay, cool. So, um, I have many, many friends. Thanks, girls. I have many, many friends from Pakistan. Um, and I am from India. And war is not something that I'm really fond of, but I am patriotic. So, I'm sorry that uh, if I heard sentiments to people who do love me and have loved me, but I think that all of us have a sort of middle ground that we all have to walk, just like you probably do as well. The way you came at me I right now. I love India as much oh, as I love We're all here for love. So, Papu, after seeing that interaction, what are your thoughts? How do you feel? What, what do you feel? What do you think of Priyanka's response to that? And what do you think about Aisha Malik, who basically went ahead and asked a question? And at no point, by the way, did I think she came on strong. It was actually she was very like chill when she asked the question. So I didn't feel like Priyanka's response was like, I mean, uh, yeah, what do you think? Kudos to kudos to Aisha Malik, first of all, to first of all, stand up Ooh. there because you know how hard it can be to stand against some big Bollywood actor because you have legions of their fan who's going to literally make your life I miserable. Um, you have to have really thick skin because you're going to be like really shredded online and you'll be like... Some some article said she yelled, quote unquote, at Priyanka. And exactly. Like, the kind of language. Yelled? What did she, there, was, there was no yelling. She was in a big, large exactly. crowd. She had a microphone. She was not yelling. Okay. It's very interesting when you see um, articles in Times of India, Hindustan Times, uh, um, just like talking about this piece of news about how it portrays Priyanka Chopra and shows Aisha Malik as the villain, like the Pakistani. Priyanka Chopra's classy response. Yeah. Priyanka <laughs> Chopra answered with grace. I'm like, she did not. She straight up. She cut her mic out. Like, yeah. So, I mean. she First of all, yeah, her bodyguards took the mic away, which is what is wrong with you? You are claiming to be a humanitarian. You are so freaking unable to reach. Like, that's that's when, like, uh, people just started shitting on celebrity humanitarian work. Because yeah. you putting yourself out there, you claim to be a symbol for peace. And then you won't even let somebody say their say what they have to say, which was very valid. Mm. And Priyanka Chopra is an idiot with that f***ing hashtag. So Priyanka Chopra, she was referring to a tweet, right, that she had tweeted on February yes. 26th about uh, Jai Hind, Indian Armed Forces. And it was very close to a time where India and Pakistan were, you know, the, the tensions yes. were high. Uh, and also what happens is, you know, there... Um what people have to realize that, see, there's nothing wrong, but there is something wrong when uh, you go into warmongering territory, okay? It's it's fine to be proud to be Indian. It's a, You can be proud of your country, you can be patriotic, but it's wrong when you start saying that, yeah, you know what, just 
throw a nuke and destroy pakistan or something that is encouraging warmongering attitude where you like jawab de denge you know we will show them we'll give them an answer we can do this and uh, you're not really helping the conversation especially if you're on a global forum no. where your you have like this megaphone in your hand and everyone's listening to you your words matter your words affect and absolutely have, you know have ripples of effect and uh, affect public perception yeah and saying something as her stupid ass responses war is not something i'm really fond of but i'm patriotic first of all patriotism and i say patriotism because i refuse to give it any kind of respect i'm not a patriot i look down on patriotism i do not believe in flags i just believe these are these weird constructs as humans have created and i'm not a fan of it i find it very primal and childish um but i i really was disappointed by the way priyanka responded to she went into mean girl bitch mode and actually mm. said whenever you're done venting got it done okay cool like that was girl come on like mm. that is not the way you respond to somebody she straight up said i was a fan of yours i believed in you you are a hypocrite <laughs> see i i don't know like i i mean okay you saying jai hind okay i'm proud to be an indian and i i, I don't know i mean maybe i'm missing the nuance or whatever maybe i need it to be further broken down into or i don't know um, i find it very silly i i, I feel like priyanka chopra know, wants to put herself out there as being the 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 people's person like she you want to market yourself as denarius targaryen i get it but you are but not saving anybody she's always been a beauty queen she's always been that yeah. person that i'm miss perfect and i'm everyone has to love me how can they not like me i'm and, just a dreamer uh, oh my god every time she described herself as a dreamer she's never been controversial she's always you know what tried to what is controversial to, though i don't know what does it mean to be controversial to rebel to rebel against the norm to have a stand she's never had a stand or uh, I, i don't okay, know okay so i had a huge fight with one of my close <laughs> friends last week mm-hmm. we had not a fight it was like a whatsapp you know this thing but i i had to basically i think we've broken up over her complete like lack of knowledge on trump and her support of trump mm. and i can't stand by that and i don't understand people putting their patriotism or not wanting to be controversial or i just you know i just want to be tolerant of everybody i love that republicans and democrats and like fascist hindus are just like totally hanging out together like that's fine like why can't we just get along <laughs> she said that like uh, like non ironically <laughs> you know and but this is what priyanka chopra is saying too she's like well why can't we just like it's all about love right like we should just yeah. you know like i'm sorry if you guys you know don't believe in this but it's something we just have to do i don't know how alisha malik didn't just go off like like priyanka chopra was like girl don't yell we're all here for love don't embarrass yourself but we all walk that middle ground thank you for your enthusiasm and your question priyanka you are so disconnected I don't know if you're listening to this or if, if if this whole Nick Jonas brand that you're trying to really sell us, like it's going against that. But wake up, ho, because the world is not the way it used to be. Mm. You are irresponsible. You do not deserve this at all. Like take a cue yeah. from people that are actually doing good work. See how they respond to people's concerns. Like for real, dude, like, mm. you know, we get criticism on, on just keep up and I have to swallow that pill sometimes and take it when I've, we've said something controversial or we've hurt our listeners' feelings. Mm. It's a responsibility, right? So, man, fuck, I don't know who to watch anymore. Like 
Priyanka's cancelled now. Kangana Ranath is cancelled now. I'm s- I don't have anybody anymore, Papu. I feel so alone. Uh, well, I was never a big like fan fan of her because I mean everything seemed like a little bit of a sham. Girl has no personality. That's why she's she's great. She's doing amazing stuff, but it's I don't know. It just feels like. There is a facade or somewhere yes. there where you just want to be like, hey, you know. She's like that prom queen girl at school who's like always so perfect. Talk to me honestly. Like you don't, you have to stop trying. Just like let go of your. She's probably filled with a lot of pain inside know. her. That's the thing. I bet you. I bet she's like so torn inside and doesn't know what to do. So <laughs> she's just. We, we could be writing like fan fiction right now <laughs> our own version <laughs> but I, I i'm just really disappointed um but not surprised in the way yeah. priyanka chopra dealt with that um and i'm really rooting for aisha malik mm-hmm. and i hope that you know she's not letting all the crazy articles and attention get to her right but anyway papu so we're going to just go ahead and see this whole mm. kashmir thing unfold and unravels as it does and we will keep you know there's another thing i want to talk about especially um keeping in mind uh the event where the conference where this whole thing unfolded at BeautyCon because I was watching um, a documentary by um, Refinery29. It's one of those shorts that they produced. So they did a whole uh, investigative uh, piece about uh, the, um, it's called The Beauty Industry's Darkest Secret about mica and how India is like one of the largest, um, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, reserves for mica. And unfortunately, uh, the way it is mined in Jharkhand, in North India, is uh, it, it employs child labor. Oh, my God. And um, this journalist went around to the small villages which where it's done illegally, first of all, by contractors. So these young children, as young as like six or seven years old, because they're so small, they can get into these little mud um, uh, uh, mines and uh, oh, man. get mica in, in like very dangerous situations because they have, first of all, they should not be working. And secondly, there is no safety. Um, and for like as little as like quarter dollar a day. Jesus. Um, I was really heartbreaking because the thing is, um, a, a lot of big companies have, uh, I think in 2015, 2016, they, they got together and they decided that, yeah, we're going to look into this and we're going to look at more ethical sourcing, but it's not that easy. Um, so, I mean, it, uh, for, uh, it, this seems like some, uh, a thing which could have been picked up by uh, these so-called celebrities if they really wanted to pick up causes and, uh, you know, if Priyanka Chopra really wanted to do some good um, with her voice uh, on on this platform um, as a UN ambassador of goodwill. Because uh, when this reporter went to the minister of um, uh, child and women care, uh, he himself was so unaware that this was a problem. Um, It just looked like very disheartening and just looking at the children's faces and a lot of them are girls. It was just like heartbreaking and the fact that they do this every single day without a break. Just because they 
they don't have any other option and um, it's it's um, unfortunately the curse of a lot of these places which are really rich in natural resources but because of the rampant corruption that there is in that uh, region uh, the people do not uh, gain benefit out of it um so please guys do watch the documentary if you just go and google refinery 29 the mica um dark beauty's dark secret um beauty world's dark secret you should be able to find it um wow no thanks a lot babu yeah. that's that i even i didn't know that so all right um yeah so while all of this is happening so all this chaos is happening in kashmir at the moment uh guess what prime minister modi is trending with right now he mm-hmm. huh, so there's a tv show called man versus wild uh with this guy called bear grills who's basically this white dude that just goes out in the middle of nowhere and like you know survives in the wilderness like i think i'd seen an episode where he like ate a scorpion or something to survive once something like crazy stuff okay and i think he i think he drank his own pee actually i think he even drank his own pee what, what is it with uh with you know men and this kind of caveman um bush where they have to reclaim their masculinity somehow that camping or even you know cooking outdoors somehow men seem to just like i don't know but it's a very white people thing though pops also like over here everybody's like yeah i'm going camping this weekend and i'm like <laughs> that sh- let me know when you guys go glamping <laughs> yeah no i'm not into that actually a lot of desis are into camping too though in india everybody keeps doing camping stuff it's not for me like i'm so not a like <laughs> i see a bee or a bug and i run screaming so not my scene city girl right here but anyway uh so bear grills uh i don't know how or why took prime minister narendra modi with him on an episode into the wild papu that happened so while this is happening in kashmir prime minister modi is trending on twitter for a whole another reason mm. um so bear grills had also taken barack obama in 2015 so mm. for some reason he thought hey What's the next cool government official I could take? Yeah, I'll take the guy from India for okay. So yeah, they and the I don't know how much do Modi think, actually put himself through though. Um, but do you think the timing was something that the prime minister would have kind of decided on, maybe to deflect attention or some way? Oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah, actually, that's very possible, Papu. You're right, and you know, also the irony was this whole uh, episode took place like. in the himalayas like in the foothills of the himalayas so it's very close jim to jim corbett park yeah uh, yeah jim corbett park so it's it was basically around there so mm. um i guess it's just to show how amazing prime minister modi was because he was able to keep up with bear grills and it's it's i you know I, it reminds uh, me you do you remember that picture of putin uh, shirtless on a horseback oh god yeah but that was that was uh, i thought that that's not a fake that that was a real image right of him doing that that was a real image oh, it's it's like you know oh. i don't know somehow these world leaders who are uh, autocratic and they they, the f- they feel like they have to kind of yeah like we're real men you know we have to like uh inspired like uh um confidence by being virile and like i don't know like self sufficient and these are the things that people will look up to us for these qualities 
will automatically translate into like being someone who can take care of the country because they can take care of themselves in wilderness or eat you know drink their pee or something i don't know <laughs> stupid and uh yeah. so anyway for for some reason um that episode is out on the internet now and all of you can check it out all you wonderful prime minister modi fans out there uh, can definitely watch your prime your prime minister yours because for some reason he was re-elected again i don't know i have no comment on that and uh yeah so so that's happening um hmm. cough cough so uh in another bit of news by the way i'm going to travel from india to hong kong actually we're going to jump to another yes. fascist government, uh, Papu. Just to remind you, because that was the theme which Sweetie introduced. Yes, the, that's the theme of the podcast. <laughs> yes, it's it's pretty. It's the world's f***ed right now, guys. Okay, Papu, Papu, you stay in your mental, your little <laughs> self-care haven. Okay, just don't come out. It's horrible out there. It's horrible. <laughs> Um, so I'm a big fat uh, Reddit whore. I was like, I love to just hang out on Reddit. Some of my favorite uh, places to go are like watch people die inside or that or, or oh, kids are f***ing stupid. That's one of my favorite Reddit groups. I love that one. What about Am I the Asshole? Oh, Am I the Asshole? Oh, that's a good one too. There's, oh, no, that's a really good one. R-O. But another thing that kept coming up on my Reddit feed was Hong Kong. And uh, it's been all all over the news. I mean, even Canada is pissed off with China right now because of Hong Kong. Like all the countries are not at all happy with China right now. Hmm. So if you guys are not aware, there are a huge number of protests going on in Hong Kong. Like I'm talking flights canceled. I'm talking people hmm. having sit-ins at the airport. Uh, they're protesting and fighting back against the Chinese army. There's a heavy military presence there. Hmm. There's police apparently have facial recognition. So they're trying to find out where these people are. There's fake infiltrators in the groups. I saw photos where somebody had tied up a man with string around him, his body and uh, tied him up to one of those carts at the airport right. because they believed him to be a police infiltrator. Uh, okay, anyway, first of all, let's, let's just talk about what the protests are, okay? So this whole summer starting in June, they have been these crazy protests from the younger generation. Uh, so there was extradition uh, law that was uh, proposed which allowed basically um, uh, Hong Kong to extradite any uh, person that is accused of something back to the mainland, to China. And the people uh, over there thought that rightly so this could also be used, though the reason for this law was given, uh, there was a case that was given by the um, who's the head, this lady of Hong Kong. She's like the... Carrie the Lam. No. Carrie Lam. Carrie Lam, yeah. Uh, uh, there, was a, uh, there was a case that she stated about um, where she said that this person traveled to Hong Kong and then could not be... Uh, in, in, if uh, the extradition uh, law was in effect, justice could be served. But uh, a lot of people oh. think that this could be used to uh, curb political dissent uh, uh, because obviously Hong Kong has freedom of speech, which is not uh, there in... And also, like, uh, a lot of these uh, websites are not yes. banned and uh, the internet is much more open and free in Hong Kong than in 
China. And unrestricted internet, the right yeah. to protest. You're not allowed to protest in China, right? Yeah. Um, and they ha- it's kind of like Kashmir, actually. It has its own laws, system of government, its own constitution. Yeah. So uh, they have their own thing, like Hong Kong has its own thing. But yeah, like Papu was saying, uh, what can the thing is, all these bills that have been introduced are by pro-China lawmakers. And in February... Anybody accused of crimes are going to be sent straight to mainland China, China, which is controlled by the Communist Party. And people really don't feel this is fair. Yeah. Um, it would basically allow Beijing, which is like the main hub of China, to target dissents in Hong Kong. That is not OK. That's terrifying. That's another way to just control the people. Mm-hmm. And Hong Kong is not having it. Like, Papu, they are fighting. It, it is so powerful i saw a photo of a woman who said she'd been shot in the eye by the police have you seen Whoa. that no i do not want to see anything in the she, there's a it's a haunting photo of a woman with just a patch over her eye and it was just blood red and it young girl papu like she couldn't have been more than 19 wow. years old and it it's it's in and it's terrifying i saw somebody also put up a picture in the airport that says we are so sorry for all the cancelled flights, but we are fighting for our freedom. Hmm. You know, like even then they are trying to be so polite and let the whole world know that, you know, please, uh, this is something that we have to do. It's for our future. So there, there's there's two million people out there, Papu. Yeah. Two million fighting for their rights to protect their freedoms yeah. and, their, and Hong Kong's autonomy. Yeah, and uh, you have to understand how big uh, China is. And uh, yeah, under the so current rule, in fact, like uh, um, the the premier, uh, Jia Jinping, um, he, uh, he was elected in uh, 2012, but now effectively there is no two-term limit, by the way, which has been removed. Uh, so... It, it's almost like just like you would think how you know Putin is there he's just there I mean for now uh, the Chinese government has given uh, has kind of publicly he has not said anything but he has uh, just said that the um, prime minister of um, Hong Kong uh, he leaves it to her to resolve this in the best way possible Obviously, there is uh, uh, the military presence. Uh, there is Heavy. like convoys of uh, all the extra um, military that has been sent from the mainland to kind of, you know, curb the protest, which is ongoing. So, um, but so you know, really, there's no end in sight, which is really scary. Uh, what the protesters really want is they want the police to have to release all those prisoners you know, uh, they mm. want their demands to be met. They want their rights to be held. Uh, one of the things that I was reading, like people on Reddit were like, what can we do to help people on the outside? Uh, they said, right. follow the Reddit group, the Hong Kong Reddit group. Go ahead and follow that. Mm-hmm. People are constantly posting, putting up photos. Another thing people in Hong Kong are doing is they're taking all their money out of the banks, which is pretty ingenious. Oh. So, you know, just I guess all we can do is just be aware, try and pressure your own governments uh, from your own you know, countries where you're staying at to put pressure on China. Yeah, I mean, HSBC is from <laughs> Hong Kong, Shanghai. Mm, that's true. Right. Exactly. That's so true. Hong Kong, Shanghai. So, um, 
you know, try to support them as much as we can and just be aware and do what you can from where you are. The Canadian government is trying really hard uh, to put pressure on China. So that, those are things that we should all work toward because, you know, a lot of people are getting hurt and probably even dying. And it's it's pretty scary there. So, you know, Hong Kong, you have our support. We're listening. We're rooting for you. And uh, we're just going to we're going to keep following everything you guys do. Uh, so next, uh, shall we jump now, Papu, to another fascist country, fascist regime, Trump land? I we're done. No, <laughs> just, no, but we're done, we're done. I know Papu's so tired, my Janu. <laughs> Do you want me to stop? Uh, no, okay, let's... Uh... But we're not going to talk about the government. We already know it's a big cluster in America. Like, there's chaos going on in the U.S. Shootings in Gilroy, in Dayton, Ohio, you know, rampage serial spree killers, all young white men. <laughs> uh, just a quick heads up, the Amnesty International has issued a global travel alert for anybody going to the U.S. of A. So, yes. for those of you that are planning to travel. Uh, it says travelers to the United States should remain cautious that the country does not adequately protect people's right to be safe, regardless of who they might be. Mm. People in the United States cannot reasonably expect to be free from harm. A guarantee of not being shot is impossible. Mm. All right. So just guys, uh, we'll put up this. I think I've already tweeted about this alert. So just, you know, if you want to go to, you know, the U.S., just think twice, maybe go with health insurance and a bulletproof vest. <laughs> But what I really wanted to talk about in the U.S. is uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Mm. This is something that has also been in the news. And uh, can we really quickly give our listeners yes. an update on who Jeffrey Epstein was? He's no longer with us. A rich ass who... He was a billionaire. Jeffrey oh, Epstein wow. was a financier. Okay. And he ended up being finally convicted for sex trafficking and having sex with young children, young minors, like as young as 12 years old. Uh, he has had connections to Bill Clinton. He has been in videos with Trump talking about uh, young women. Like there's this really disturbing video of Jeffrey Epstein and Donald Trump talking about young girls and how they look. It, at, I think it was like at a USA, Miss USA pageant or something. It's very disturbing. Wow. Um, and on, also in Jeffrey Epstein's circle is Queen Elizabeth's son, Prince Andrew, who is also an accused pedophile. But the royal family is very hush-hush about this. Okay. So just around the time Jeffrey Epstein was in prison, he ended up going in July, he was giving out names. He was under, he was telling, I guess he was giving the police information. Yeah. And uh, suddenly, last week, he died. Suicide. He just so well, it is a suicide, most likely by hanging. Uh, where uh, it could also be uh, a hit, mm -hmm. right? Because he was giving out names. Uh, for example, I think I feel like once Prince Andrew and Bill Clinton's names came out, uh, all the big freaking Bali, uh, the big like you know mafia in yeah. the USA was like, all right, chalo, somebody get this guy killed. Secret society. No, totally. This, the, the, whatever there is, the secret rich society in the US. But this guy, like he owned islands. He was filthy rich and he was really, really influential. He was actually charged. This whole thing had come up years ago, but he knew somebody in Congress or somewhere that got him off the hook. Wow. Imagine being so rich and powerful. That's capitalism for you, Papu capitalism giving things to people that don't deserve it anyway so he was also registered as a sex offender by the way in 2008 so he 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 guilt he was charged he was guilty 
okay so all this stuff happened but he still ended up getting out there and living a good life but then he apparently hung himself in prison and this is impossible because he was on suicide watch but it turns out the guards were really really overworked and they had fallen asleep wow. or were working overtime and weren't paying attention to him and bada bing bada boom he's gone and a lot of names have gone with him mm. but there was uh, a lot of theories floating around um where uh, people are talking about the autopsy and about how it was a little shady because there was bruising his hyoid bone was had cracked and they said that doesn't usually happen with hanging it only happens with strangulation but it happen it can happen to older men mm. that bone will break if older men hang themselves so mm. i think they've basically concluded it was a suicide okay. um, but i feel like everybody in the in the everyone like on twitter and stuff is like i this has turned me into a conspiracy theorist <laughs> i wasn't in one before but i am now right mm-hmm. uh, so also by the way to anybody who's a trumpian uh, this is this is donald trump quoting I've known Jeff Epstein for 15 years. Terrific guy. He's a lot of fun to be with. He's even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do, and many of them are on the younger side. Mm. Yes. So this is what's happening right now in the US. Um Papu, any thoughts? Are you in uh, comments on this? Well, I don't know. They should just like I give itself an enema and just get rid of all the that there is <laughs> papu likes to use the the poop analogy a lot when she talks about politics i know right i feel like it's such a sweet they see of you papu purifying ritual mm, <laughs> yes baba ramdev would agree with you <laughs> all right well yes. anyway we just wanted to comment on that uh, that for me yes my true crime world was going topsy turvy when i was yeah. thinking about this but um You know, there's a lot of bad rich people out there. Yes. Anyway, Papu, so I'll tell you what, why don't we take a quick break? Yes. And then what we'll do is we'll wrap up with a quick roundup of all the movies that are going to be coming out very soon and then we'll uh, uh, conclude the episode. Sound good? Okay. So, so I uh, wanted to have a movie segment because I feel like there's a lot of uh, Hindi movies I, that yeah. are out right now that I wanted to just quickly dish about. Yeah. Uh really quick, did you know that Hum Aapke Hey Kaun is celebrating its 25th anniversary? Oh no, my god. Wow. Do you remember uh, when the movie uh, came out like what were you like do you have yes. any memories associated oh. with it? Yeah, I do. So, oh uh, wait, how old was I? Wait, if I'm 35 now and it's 25 years old, Papu, do the math. That makes me 10. Hmm. Right? Yes. Yeah. I know math. So I was 10 years old when the movie came hmm. out. Um I thought it was phenomenal. Of course, when I look at it now, it's really <laughs> really bad. I mean, it's good. It's nostalgia, you know, but like if I were to watch it f- new brand new now, I'd be like, "Ye kya hai yaar? Kya hai?" Huh. <laughs> When it first came out, it was so like, you know, sickly sweet and like 
perfect family and then they have this tragedy and so much song and pomp and there was a little dog that like bounced around and they all played family cricket together oh. it was uh, it was pretty fun I, i remember the movie being a big game changer and really launching like um, madhuri and salman's jodi uh, there was and i the thing i remember when this movie came out was about how long it was and um, oh um, my god you know like a lot of people were talking about you know, this is like one of the longest movies and Uh, for some reason that did not make people groan but they it made them excited there was different times that we lived in <laughs> where uh, you'd be like really really different times that was a time where renuka shane's character like passes away and then the whole family's like ha okay now madhuri is just going to marry the husband now cuz that's what <laughs> god like why no is that no that's a brother in law What's exactly. wrong with you? She can't just like no go. One even she can't just give up her life. And I remember at that time, uh, after that movie, suddenly Pomeranians were like the the favorite breed of every oh, right. Indian family in Bombay. That's There were so many like yapping white Pomeranians that you know you would see in the <laughs> Nana Nani Park and all of that, where uh, uncles go for walks and stuff. Uh, I never liked Pomeranians. They just like so. nervous and yapping you kind of want to step on them they're like really loud little like and you're like very chuttali yeah no seriously i do not like pomeranians either i'm personally a black labrador girl but mm-hmm. uh no they're super annoying but what 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 do you think papu this was like i feel that this was one of the movies that planted the wedding seed in my brain Exa- at the age oh, of 10 you're very right this is what i saw where i was like Wow. Weddings have to be grand family affairs. Huge, then. right? Like uh, this mm. massive thing where everybody has to do a dance and juti de do paise le lo, which I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. so going to do this at a wedding. That green dress. Let's just talk about how beautiful Madhuri was though in this the movie. The blue dress, the green the dress. The purple dress, dress like, also. I, yeah, the purple, the purple dress. The one where, where he had the yeah. slingshot and he just keep... The full backless. This was when I was young and I didn't know what an a-hole Salman Khan was, but I was totally in love with him and his stupid suspenders <laughs> as well in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. they were a really good looking couple and it had a happy ending and then everybody got you know fell in love and there was a big family blah 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 everyone was super religious and good nobody was bad no there was this one aunt now who kept uh, doing uh, oh she was um, hitting on anupam kher i think was it him no wait oh wait i'm confusing this with ddlj no Sorry. she was she kept making like jokes about um, like no she was just like oh upshugan or something like that she's she always plays the bad role like i don't oh i think i know what you're name. talking about right right i think i know exactly yeah. what you're talking about all right well um, papu what was your favorite song just tell us your favorite song mm, from the movie i had so many like those chocolate ice cream or Uh, then obviously didi tera devar uh, i think around that time also it was my uncle's wedding and i remember the song was like everyone was playing the song for for the barat i think they still play that that's a standard yeah. now like forever forever <laughs> ever um i yeah. think for me one of my favorite songs was ye mausam ka jadu the mitto That is also actually very melodic songs, na? They were beautiful songs. Uh, Allata yeah. ruined them. I'm seeing it. I'm putting it out there. Allata Mangeshkar ruined every fucking <laughs> song in Hum Aapke Hai Kaun. And I love Balu Subramaniam. I know he was the voice of Salman Khan, but even he just wasn't suited for the songs, in my opinion. <laughs> Pehli, pehli, 
was just so oh god <laughs> what were they thinking i know lata mangeshkar was idolized but you all took it to the next level in the 90s anyway mm. all right so yes we're old everybody we're old yes um next papu so there's a lot of movies out right now of course a lot of patriotic movies a lot of patriotism in the <laughs> in the house right now patriotism first one mission mangal starring Mm-hmm. Who your doppelganger Vidya Balan? Oh. And no, starring uh, Akshay Kumar because his picture is like the biggest in the poster. I don't care about all him. the women get like smaller. Oh right, of course. <laughs> he cannot rows. have. He ha- he has to have his giant face on everything because God forbid mm. he's second in. Uh, no, so uh, yeah, did you watch the movie? Do you care about the movie? It looks really boring. I saw it. Uh, I was like. No, I'm not interested. I don't know why. I'm just uh, not interested. It's not that I'm not interested in space or Mars, which is super cool. Or the fact that, you know, it's Daisies in space also sounds really cool. I just thought it was going to have astronauts. But, like, I didn't get to see any astronauts. It's just, <laughs> it's just you know how they say, like, uh, uh, they show Vidya Balan as this someone who's good in home science and uses that information to... I mean, I don't know why they have to... Um, uh cast women in a way where they use their like i don't understand i you know what honestly i've not even watched the trailer but i have uh, kind of watched the trailer without the sound are you going to watch it now i watched the trailer without the sound on and i saw the tagline it said something like you know she's like uh, home science something and it just really irked to me uh, because okay. so she's in the back end while like he's really like the force the the, the driving force because she uses like her practical skills about I love how Vidya Balan like really tries to play feminist roles but completely distances herself from feminism i roll i roll i roll um by the way the tagline for this movie not the tagline sorry the uh the quote for the movie and the poster is this independence day the sky is not the limit oh are kya baat hai wah 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 i get wow. it get the pun in there the pun there was a pun yes <laughs> uh okay so are you going to watch the movie did your mom watch the movie did your whole family like be like are uh, no i don't think my family is really into it they uh, no i don't think so i bet my dad would this. watch this and love it you would be like kya baat hai Um yeah Akshay Kumar star <laughs> of movies like um Main Khiladi Tu Anadi and Mohra is doing stuff like this now so that's that. Um next movie that's like super big right now that it's like out in the theaters and they're like clashing. It's like mm-hmm. it's like the the clash of the Desi dicks. Um Akshay Kumar versus Ooh. John Abraham. What's John Abraham? Which movie is this? I don't know. It's one of those hardcore f-ing straight guy movies which is like super like dark and gruff does he go like rogue and yes. renegade because he his wife or girlfriend no, dies it's like apparently it's he's a cop and it was like something to do with delhi police and it's about the butla house uh, encounter which is based on a true story that uh, some cover up that happened in delhi uh-huh. so it's the story of a soldier a police officer a patriot but the most important thing okay. it's the story of a dedicated husband <laughs> oh. <laughs> hold on i gotta throw up right now mm. oh lord oh god these yeah. movies what does it mean to be a patriot can somebody tell me i need to know because i'll never understand what your f- patriotism is about you morons 
Um, all right, so mm-hmm. that's happening. Papu, are you going to watch it? Are you going to watch John Abraham? He's looking old now, so I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm like... I like my boys young, like Rajkumar Rao kind of young now, so I'm really <laughs> not into these oldies. Oh, I can see you have really... Uh, warmed up to him. Oh no, I know. I wasn't into him in the beginning, and then I saw three, and I was like, "Oh yeah, b- take your shirt off. Let's do this." F- yeah, your body to acha hai na. Body is nice. I can't lie. I don't like my sagging man back. When I see old sagging man back, I freak out a little. I do not know what you're talking about. Saggy man back. Don't you know? Like when you see Shahrukh Khan shirtless now in movies, his back is all gross and old man saggy. Which I'm not old sh- old man shaming now. I'm feeling really bad. I'm going to shut up. I, actually, I've never quite been aware of that. <laughs> you don't lust for men, Papu, like I do. That's why. Anyway. Uh, so I guess you're not going to watch Butler House because you're not a patriot, Papu. No. That's fine. All right, that's fine. Do you feel no shame <laughs> at this? Ashamed of your lack um, of patriotism to support the patriotic movies? Uh, I think it's okay. I won't miss a lot. I can always ask you. <laughs> okay, so there's another movie that is coming out that'll be coming out in uh, mid-September actually called Prashanthanam. Prasanthanam. Sorry, f- God, I can't read. Prasanthanam. And it stars your favorite actor ever, Papu, Sanjay Dutt and Jackie Sharoff. What? Arre, kya baat hai. It's total uh, okay. 90s hero, Hiralals. Did they produce this movie also? Because no one else is going to take them. Oh, no. Actually, you're right. It is. It's, um, oh my God. How did you know that? It is. It's his wife, I think. How are they going to get people to back it except for family? I have no idea. Um, it's apparently based on a remake of a Telugu film called, uh, of the same name, by the way. Um, anyway, mm-hmm. the only thing that had me a hype about this movie was that Manisha Koirala is in it and I'll watch anything with her because I f-ing love her. When I was also young, by the way, before my love of Salman Khan, I was madly in love with Chunky Pandey. Ooh. Yes, I said Chunky Pandey. I... Did he take your pen and not return it? Was it you or someone else? No, that wasn't me. <laughs> but somebody met him. I was so hot for him. He's so gross, though. No, that was a really weird phase in my life. Um, But he's in the movie. Okay. So this movie goes like did really well, uh, the Telugu version of it so of course Bollywood is like why would we want other people to watch the Telugu film when we can just completely bastardize it in our own way and put our own people in it Mm. Uh, so that's what they did and it's about Baldev Pratab Singh and it kind of follows his life mm-hmm. um, and he, he looks like he's like a gangster or something I guess okay. I don't know it kind of gives has that Vastav vibe to it more violence yeah when I saw it I was just like ah, this looks like Vastav I mean basically if you're a Sanjay Dutt fan I'm sure you'll be like all over this shit. of course we all know Papu is a huge Sanjay Dutt fan so she's going to be watching this when it comes out in the theaters <laughs> don't believe anything she says right now <laughs> do you know by the way I know grown ass women who are my age who find Sanjay that attractive, like they openly say it. And wow. I'm like, you shouldn't say that in public because I don't think... First of all, I I don't know. I, every time when I was young, like I would not find uh, actors, like I would remember the actresses. Like I I would rarely be like, oh, Shahrukh Khan or whatever like that. But I would be like, oh my God, Urmila Matonkar. Or I, I loved her for the, for the longest time ever. So I had like crushes on But you weren't distracted by more? Jackie Sharoff in a Speedo no, shirtless no. with no pants on the beach running behind her? It was always her. the actresses How could me. you miss that? He had such small nipples, Papu, and he had like, like no hips. How could you miss that, girlfriend? Wow, how do you remember so much? Like, I guess maybe... It's a, it's a gift. That's why 
why you were an artist you would like really remember like the minute thing i have a whole catalog of man bodies in my head papu i they're categorized by big to small nipples light to dark nipples hairy butts to not hairy butts it's a thing which i by the way prefer i have a huge preference for hairy butts so if you're a man with a hairy butt don't feel bad i love hairy butts my i know i'm not getting married i'm just not going to get into the details but hairy butts rock anyway um wow we're off topic papu Did you watch Sacred Games 2 on Netflix cuz it's out right now? I have not watched one also. It's just the violence. I do not more violence. We just love fucking and fighting, don't we as desis? Like, like all that comes out all the time. One item number then a hero moment and another item number mm-hmm. and a hero moment. You don't want to see um uh Saif Ali Khan trying to act? Come on, Papu, what's um, wrong with you? No, I don't know why. I don't feel like watching it. So I know I'm missing a major cultural moment. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, you're not missing much at all. I don't think any of us really care. Um, all right. So uh, yeah, I guess I mean it. It just came out and uh, blah blah blah. It looked really boring. I didn't watch it, but it's happening. And I guess our listeners must be watching it. Hmm. Apparently, there's like a transgender character and stuff in there, so I I don't know anything. So uh, that's the only thing oh, that like. Oh, by the way, that's uh, the transgender is not actually played by a transgender. It would have been oh, nicer Lord. to actually. Are you cast serious? Someone. Yeah. Oh. It's an actress. You fucking Bollywoodites. All right. Well, you know, God forbid they actually do the right thing. Anyway, so I'm not watching that, and neither is Papu. So far, we listed three movies. and one show that we will definitely not be watching so that was <laughs> totally helpful and relevant to our listeners um yes. the bang 3 is filming care do not care apparently salman khan still yes. has a career and still i i have no idea where they come and go <laughs> i'm surprised he can still move with all that steroid in his system but anyway hmm. uh one thing i'm very 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 excited about actually that i did read about papu have you mm-hmm. ever read the book shantaram no i have not have you heard of it there is a cert of course every boy every guy why is it such a guy book because this sucks you know the ceo of my office like uh, last year came and got the shantaram books and he he gave it to all the guys in the office and i was like i'm the only one that's read the book there is a very you know there is there it's a, there bro a very book? specific it's a really... type of guy who uh, who loves shantaram there, there is a it's almost like a character just like a boy no <laughs> my heart my no, no. Papu, so why? it's one of those guys who like to say they are sapiosexual or they love reading books and they will always when you go to their house they will off oh, uh, first of all you know what and there are very few people who are actually read okay most of the people who say they read they may read just like mostly jeffrey archer or just one or two they, they they're not that voracious as not like papu okay losers so anyways you will always find a shantaram among those uh, in air quotes voracious readers sapi sapiosexuals um anyways God, so i don't have anything against it actually why should i shit on this i i should actually give this book a try no but now i i didn't even think of it's being a f- boy book for bros but now it totally is okay okay so no no it's fine it's a book that was written by Gre- gregory david roberts who was a mm-hmm. actually a criminal from australia he was a bank robber and a, and a junkie a heroin junkie and um it's a pretty amazing tale it's crazy but i was introduced to the book by my father so i 
it is a bro book i guess yeah my dad loved it and the reason he really wanted me to read it he was like i want you to read about bombay because his descriptions of of bombay are beautiful like i got the most intricate visuals from his writing about the city and i fell in love with the book because of the way he talked about the city oh that's beautiful like I, and, you know, my dad was like, it's one of the few things I bonded with with my father. Like, I, I've i never read a book with my dad before, like, that we shared, that we really loved. Yeah. I've done it with my mom. With my mom, it's that Rohintan mystery book. But with my dad, it was this book. Mm. And um, it's really well written. It's 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 really heartbreaking, too. It's very long, though. I actually skimmed the whole third uh, half of the book. I just skipped to the end because it gets too, like, you know, vomit, diarrhea, word diarrhea Mm -hmm. is the word. Mm -hmm. But what's exciting is they are finally making this into uh, something for the screen. So they are in the middle of making a 10 series, mini series, Mm -hmm. 10 episode mini series about the show, about the book. Do you remember a time when, by the way, this book has come out a long time ago. Uh, They were in talks to have this made into a movie uh, with Johnny Depp in and it. And Russell Crowe. First was Russell Crowe, then was Johnny Depp. But yeah, they had tried many times to to make the movie. I do not see... Like, I have read... See, Russell Crowe, I see. First of all, Russell Crowe is, is Australian. And when I think of the writer of the book, he was a big, big, burly dude. Like, uh, very stocky. Mm. Yeah, we've seen pictures of him. Yeah, and so the, I do like, not see Johnny Depp. Hair and, Johnny Depp yeah. has also been cancelled, right? Like, he's... So he's... No, yes. do not do not do that. So it's been going back and forth. And then Mira Nair was helming it. And then she was taken out. And then afterwards, Amitabh Bachchan was put in there. Mm-hmm. And then he was also cancelled. So... So then that movie just never ended up happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then finally, Apple, Apple TV, I guess it's trying to compete with everyone, is finally gotten the rights. And I'm really excited because it's supposed to be very, it's supposed to be made by Australians, which is very interesting. Okay. So I'm excited that it doesn't have a very big, big name, like a big white guy to lead it, I hope. I'm hoping they'll show mm-hmm. more of India. And I really like Australian movies too. I think they're a lot better than Hollywood because they're a lot more grounded and rooted and the actors are better. Mm. Uh, so I'm really excited. So Apple TV is going to come out with the with a TV show about this and it's going to be done by an entirely Australian production. Ah. So I look forward to that. I don't know when it's going to be out there. They said by, you know, by hopefully by next year or the year after. Mm. So I'm very excited about that. So uh, I do know that uh, your favorite actor has a cameo in it. Are you making fun of me? Which actor? What cameo? Who? Chunky Pandey. Isn't what? Isn't he in, he, isn't he in the book? Like he... When, I can't remember. Um, Gregory, uh, he happened to like chance meet him. Oh my God, really? I can't remember. Chunky was in there? Shit. Wow. Yeah, like it was, um, I remember reading something about it and uh, in an interview where he's like, yeah, it just, you know, it was just uh, a weird uh, coincidence or something. Oh my God, you're right. Oh, I completely <laughs> forgot. Holy shit. Yes, 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 yes. And okay, by the way, for our listeners, I'm not insane. I was just yeah. really young, like eight years old. Okay, we've all made bad decisions at that age. Um, so uh, Chunky Pandey was basically in the book. And I'll just quickly quote what he had written because I actually found it, Papu. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, wow. 
So my memory serves me right. <laughs> so he, he had written, he's like the star, Chunky Pandey, was a handsome, athletic, young Bombay guy. I'd seen him in a few movies and I, that I'd watched with my Indian friends. And I was surprised to discover that he was much more har- charismatic and handsome <laughs> than he was on screen. Mm. A makeup assistant held up a mirror while Chunky combed and fretted at his hair. The intensity of the gaze that he focused on the mirror was as steadfast as a surgeon's might be in the midst of a complex. <laughs> and critical procedure. <laughs> wow, he describes Chunky Pandey like with way yeah. too much gusto. Like, can you can you imagine describing <laughs> Chunky Pandey like that? Yeah, wow. <laughs> he still yeah. does have great hair though, okay? In my defense, but anyway. So yes, guys, uh, you guys can all look forward to that. And uh, that, yeah. I think that's our breakdown, right? Nothing else exciting. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we're done, guys. That's it from us. Uh, we talked about all the important fascist governments yeah. that are ruining the world. And we've also talked about all the patriotic mm-hmm. movies that were out. So pretty, pretty good episode, yes, if yes. I do say so myself. But Papu, mm-hmm. what awesomeness can we expect for the next episode? So next week, actually, you know what? I'm going to let you announce it because you worked so hard for it. No, I did I work? I think we both have been leaning to the words this day. We finally got the guest that I think Papu and I have wanted to get on our show since we started the podcast podcast um meme queen everything freaking internet queen iman sheikh uh, so she finally i've been like really like trying to you know put the masala masala gao or so word like really trying to mm. get in there and she's agreed to an interview <laughs> so papu and i are gonna hang out with her like bffs and we're gonna pretend to be part of her crew part of her squad yeah Yee. So I feel very, very, very excited because I love Iman Sheikh. Um, I literally only log on to Twitter so I can follow her and see what she's up to. So she's finally going to be with us, guys, next episode. Um, so you can really look forward to that. We're going to ask her about her career, about her life, about her ups and downs, what's next for her. Yes. And yeah, so you can look forward to that. We also get her opinions on some political stuff because I know like she's a fierce feminist. So I just want Iman <laughs> to let it loose. I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah, guys, you can look forward to that in the upcoming episode, which is episode 75. Woohoo! Ooh, such a nice number. Seven and five. So, guys, we're going to wrap up then. Um, I made Papu stay up really late because I had to go and get weed from the other end of town because <laughs> I'm a fiend. So she better she better go to bed now, my poor princess. Yeah. Uh, so please don't forget, listeners, to rate and review us on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter where you are in the world, it really helps us a lot. You can also do that on Facebook. And if you want to support the show, you can buy prints at chuskypop.com slash shop or you can just donate like jump change to chuskypop.com slash donate. I mean, we we accept, um, you know, dokla, <laughs> um, barfi, whatever else you want to donate. We're all for that. All right. So we will see you all next week with our queen goddess Iman Sheikh. And everybody, yes, have a wonderful week. Papu, practice your self-care. Take care of yourself. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we'll see everyone later. Mm -hmm. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. This is Papu, the other half of Chusky Pop. 
If you like what you hear, then give us a follow. You can listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. You can also support the show on Patreon and buying our prints on chuskipop.com. Perfect, excellent, wonderful. Chalo, done. अरे बैठो ऐसे कैसे जाओगे जानते हो तुम चले जाओगे तो मैं कितनी बोर हो जाऊंगी प्रिया जी वो क्या है कि दुनिया में प्यार के अलावा और भी बहुत सारी जरूरी चीजें हैं जैसे कि मेरी ट्रेनिंग अब मुझे ऑफिसर बनना है कि नहीं ठीक है जाओ 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 वहाँ पर ट्रेनिंग पे जाने की तैयारियां हो रही है और यहाँ पर तुम किसी की ट्रेनिंग ले रहे हो सर तुम्हें तो किस करना भी नहीं आता किस कैसे करते हैं मैं बताऊ सत्रह साल का एक्सपीरियंस है मुझे कमाल है मेरे एक्सपीरियंस का कोई फायदा ही नहीं उठाना चाहता 